You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place because it's time to win with dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Hey, everyone out there. Thanks for tuning in to Win With Dogs. I'm so glad you're with us today. Um, Here on Pet Life Radio, we talk about the most fascinating things, I think. I'm a little biased, I'm sure. But today, we're going to be talking about energy healing, which is fascinating for me. It's been invaluable in my own practice and life. And believe it or not, you guys out there listening have probably had experiences with it yourself, whether you're aware of it or not. But um, today's guest is Nicole Wild, and she's a natural healer and Reiki master. She's also a certified pet dog trainer who specializes in behavior issues. And she has written many, many books. The one that we're focusing on today is Energy Healing for Dogs. And um, I'm real excited. I read her book. I have to say I love, love the book and have a lot of common stories to go along with her. So I'm very excited to talk to Nicole and jump into energy healing and see what she has to say. But first, as you know, we have to have a quick water break. Don't you go away. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs with me, Raquel. Hang tight. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. Hey, ready to take a walk? Not just you, but the whole family. It's the 2009 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 7th from 11 to 3 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet-related. Whisker Walk 2009, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win With Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Energy healing is the topic today. Nicole, welcome, welcome, welcome. Nicole Wild is our guest. Thank you, Nicole, for being with me today. Oh, thank on you. I'm so, I'm so happy to be here. Well, and great. I'm so happy I, to be talking about energy healing. You sound like you have great energy. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you can tell. I was actually 
laughing because uh, Mark, the producer, and as you know, when we were calling you, Nicole, I always have trouble with my headset <laughs> and the electronics of, of um, various computers and equipment and watches. Oh, and I was reading through your book, and I just started laughing in your, the very first part of it, talking about you um, demagnetizing stuff and oh, turning... Polarities I have to and- tell you, you know, you and I have a lot in common, right? I have had a lifelong problem. In fact, when I was a kid, I just thought it was normal. You know, every once in a while you would turn on a, a light switch and something uh-huh. would blow. And, you know, and that, of course that happens, but it happened all the time. I would have where the lights would dim and come back up, and I thought, wow, you know, the electricity in this building is kind of crappy. <laughs> and then I moved <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> really? And, and it was the same thing everywhere I went, and I just thought, well, that's just how electricity is. And when I moved in with my husband, he said, well, no, <laughs> that's not how it is. And actually, batteries tend to last a lot longer than they do around you normally. Yeah. And so, yeah, we have rules. We have rules in my house. I'm not allowed in his music room because my husband is a musician and he's got very delicate equipment in there. I'm not allowed on his computer. See, you know what's really strange is I actually fix my husband's amps because sometimes um, he'll be picking up radio frequencies and stuff on the amps and he'll go, baby, could you come in here for a minute? And I'll just walk into the room and they'll kind of go away. He'll go, thank you. Wow. We can (laughs) rank you out. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, it's not anything I can control or harness. (laughs) I haven't been able to get a tag on that. That just shows you, though, doesn't it, how much effect our bodies have and the energy around us. And I think people don't really usually notice that in everyday life. Yeah, and that's one of the things I totally agree with you. And um, my background, for all those listeners, they know I, I started as personal training and neuromuscular muscular therapist with humans and energy work. Kind of like you, you knew that the energy work, you could feel something was going on. And I'm really interested to know about your work with dogs. I know you wrote other books about training dogs. And number one, before we get into any of those, I have a question. And Have you always used energy in training your dogs um i'm sure you did just subconsciously not even knowing what it was but did you get the dog stuff first and then go for the reiki or did you do it the other way around well strangely i believe i mean i've been healing since i was a kid yeah and you know it's nothing that was really conscious or that i would talk about but there were things you know we always had dogs when i was a kid growing up my parents were real animal lovers and Mm -hmm. i would have my hands on our dogs and you know they would go into a really deep sleep Mm -hmm. i would find out later this is the part on my dog that had been hurting her and Mm -hmm. you know there was something there was a connection between us and so i always kind of took that for granted just like i did the bad electrical stuff and i thought it was normal and then you know you start talking about these things to other people as you're growing up and you know you're a kid and people think you're really weird and so here it is, at least at that time, uh, yeah. all of this, you know, the Reiki and the healing touch and all the things we have now, they weren't really that well known, at least not in yeah. the Brooklyn neighborhood where I grew up. No. And people looked at me strangely, and I really learned to just not talk about it for a very long time. You didn't even necessarily know you were shelving it, but I think just like I had the same experience, I just knew I wasn't it wasn't resonating with anyone, so I just kind of put it on the back burner. And right. was it when you started working with dogs and their parents were going, oh, my gosh, 
you have this incredible power over my animal. Did you know this? You know. Well, I'm I have sure to say, that's I how think it, most most owners think that trainers have some incredible power over their animal. Period. But that's true. you know, a lot of that's to do with your body language and your tone of voice and your yummy treats. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I I have actually my background, which you may not know, is in working not only with dogs but in working with wolves and wolf hybrids. And I was involved in rescue with them uh, for about 15 or 20 years. Mm-hmm. And so I did a lot of the energy work. Actually, I've probably done more energy work with wolves than I have with dogs over the years. Yeah. You know, wow, and they're weird, very, but... I mean, they vibrate probably at a higher frequency than dogs oh. do, I would think. You know what? You totally know? different vibe. Totally yeah. different vibe than dogs. Very sort of focused and intense. And, you know, if yeah. you've ever been around those animals. I have. Know. I love them. I have and love them. It's yeah, just, they feel different. They do. I, I wonder, so what prompted you to write more of an energy healing? Because let me just say to anyone who's listening, you know, we're talking about, oh, I've, you know, I've had these things going on since we were kids. But to all those of you who out, out there who have never had any experiences like this, you can literally pick up this book, Nicole's book, Energy Healing for Dogs, and read it. And, I mean, I was amazed at how simplified you made it and how accessible you made it to actually do some of these, you know, do some energy work on your dog. So what, I'm just curious why you decided to write an energy healing for the masses, you know? (laughs) Well, you know, as I said, I didn't talk about it for a long time and, you know, I was almost really secretive about it because especially in the dog training world, You know, trainers want hard scientific facts behind protocols and behavior modification plans and that sort of thing. They're not really so interested in hearing, you know, and I sat there and I closed my eyes and I centered and I sent energy to the dog. And, you know, I just really didn't know how it would be accepted. And to be quite honest with you, you know, when you get that voice that's sort of nudging you to do something, <laughs> and I know people who have changed their whole, you know, careers from, from that sort of inner voice, you know, and that guidance, and I really felt like I was meant to write the book. I really felt that the information needed to be out there in a very simple way that everybody could understand. And so I did. And, you know, I appreciate what you said earlier about the book being simple, and easy because it's my personal belief that by virtue of being alive on this planet, you can mm-hmm. do energy healing. Certainly yeah. there are some people that are naturally better, you know, just like people are naturally good singers. I'm not one of them, but I can learn, yeah. right? And so totally. even if you feel like, gosh, I can't feel any of that, I'll never be able to do that. Yes, you absolutely can. You know, just like anything else, you practice it and everybody can do it. I tell people when I'm working with them, teaching them how to stretch their animals and massage various things, it's the same premise as you don't have to know the anatomy. That dog's body will absorb the energy and take it for whatever. You don't have to say, you know, I'm sending this to the solar plexus chakra, your color is yellow, autonomy will. You can just touch that dog and the dog's body will utilize it. I'm That's glad one. you brought that up, you know, because there are so many systems that make it so complicated, and I'm not saying that they're not good systems. I mean, right. they're, they're, you know, great. There's Reiki, there's Healing Touch, Therapeutic Touch. There's so many different systems, and I encourage anybody to take classes and go and learn because mm-hmm. they all have value. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying that you can also do a very simplified version without really knowing because the thing is the healer is really a conduit. You know, energy is everywhere. Energy is what makes the plants grow and what makes us live. 
And mm-hmm. really what a healer is doing is being a conduit for that energy. It goes through the healer and then into the recipient. In this case, we're talking about dogs. Of course, you can do healing on people, on any kind of animal. You can even do it on plants. But, yes. you know, you are not, as the healer, the one doing the healing. You yeah, are simply I, a conduit for it. And the yes. animal, the dog's body, then takes that energy and it heals itself. That's the truth. And I think exactly, Nicole, we are just kind of whole space for whatever to kind of happen, happen. And what gets exciting to me in the world of healing with all these modalities, I always say on my show is get as many tools in your tool belt, go research everything, whatever ones resonate with you, those are the ones to work with. Because good Lord, there's hundreds of different different kind of paths to take along healing but you know just pick one that resonates and start going and and what happens is the more you learn and the more specific and focused you can you know channel the energy that's when you start realizing like wow I can actually improve that dog's knee by channeling it to the knee or I can improve the dog's aggression by channeling it to the root chakra or you know but whether or not you know any of that just the simple act of being, like she's saying, the conduit is really, really what it's all about. And I, I just want to say one other thing, to because I noticed um, you're talking about people being a little bit intimidated by the new aginess of energy. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. And I'm a very science person, too, like a prove it kind of person. And energy is just, you know, our cells moving and nerve impulses is just simply electricity. So just exactly. like you're saying, whether we see it or not, just like there's radio frequencies in the air we don't see them but you bring a tuner in here you'll pick them up you know and the earth gives off electromagnetic energy this is the planet we're living on our bodies conduct electricity you know you have the tens unit that you use if you've ever gone to a chiropractor you know to stimulate Mm -hmm. your tissue it's Mm -hmm. electricity going through your and that's why they can measure you know our heart rate and our brain waves with the eegs and the ekgs Mm -hmm. you know so we, we obviously naturally have that capacity I talk about that all the time, and I'm glad you mentioned that because for those skeptics, or not even skeptics, but people who just like some scientific fact, tell everyone, Nicole, about this study of the um, healers doing energy work and their frequencies mimicking the Earth's frequency. I love this one. It's so cool. In my book, In Energy Healing for Dogs, I have an entire chapter dedicated to scientific studies because Uh like you... I'm a science person. I always laugh. You know, I tell people I'm a research geek because Uh I really want to know. And Uh so, you know, the great thing about being alive now is that there are so many more tools that we have, so many more ways that we can actually measure the energy coming from somebody's body. We never used to have this. You know, we we now have devices like the squid, which is the superconductive quantum interference device, right, which actually measures that force. There was a guy named Zimmerman. The squid. Did they not have thought of a different name? Like it has tentacles. <laughs> so he, he conducted these experiments, and basically what they found is that there is this frequency, 7.8 hertz, which is what's uh-huh. known as the Schumann resonance. resonance. Right. And it is the vibrational frequency of the Earth itself. So basically what a healer does is gets in tune with that frequency. The healer's, uh, the healer's aura, the healer's sort of energy field starts resonating at 7.8 hertz as well. And then the person or the animal who you are working on, their energy field becomes entrained with that of the healers. Yeah, that's And so, so everybody cool. is resonating at that healing frequency. Which we all know of frequencies, those listening, we've talked about this too, that 
frequencies are wavelengths, and the more rounded the wavelength, the more synchronous that energy and sound, and the more squared off they are, the more distorted. So not only are you getting in the same frequency, but you're actually making beautiful, harmonious waves rather than squared off, rattling, you know, disconnected waves. And a lot of times, I think angsty dogs need energy work because it really does ground their temperament and I'm, I'm oh, assuming yeah. it's because of that I can't explain really what it is going on but it I definitely can tell does. you that energy healing does more for calming fearful dogs because you know that's my other area of expertise as far as behavior is concerned is fearful dogs and right. so you know at the end of the help for your fearful dog book I put a whole chapter on complementary therapies because I honestly think that you sometimes have to think outside the box. And energy healing is one of those things that, you know, after you've seen it time after time after time, where you put yeah. your hands on a dog who's really freaking out, who's really stressed, or just really nervous and anxious, and you see that dog calm down, and usually they go into a really deep sleep. You know, yeah. it, at some point you have to go, wow, there's really something to this. You used this a lot, I guess, when you went and worked with um, rescue shelters and oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And and I do that too with some, you know, rescue shelters around. Just to don't you think it helps them get adopted out? I do. I absolutely do. I did a lot of work in the '90s with the LA City shelters, mm-hmm. and those can be some pretty rough shelters as far as their turnover rate. And if a dog doesn't show signs of sort of friendliness and potential to be adopted in a short amount of time, unfortunately, the dog is usually euthanized. Yeah. So I would go yeah. and I would sit in the pens with them, and I would do energy work with them. I would use, you know, my knowledge as a trainer as well, and just use body language and so forth to make them more mm-hmm. comfortable. But I will tell you that the energy work, I think, it did more than anything else. I and a think lot of those dogs got adopted. I think that's true. I still work with humans and hounds and horses. And, you know, I, I, for me, in my own life, you know, I'm not afraid to say it. I've spent lots of money in therapy. And the talk <laughs> therapy is only one piece of the puzzle. It wasn't until I started getting into more energy healing that I really think the changes started happening on a cellular level. Wow. And re-cueing the cell memory, which is kind of what this is all about. You know, when... When you're trying to create a new kind of health system for your dog, you're really trying to retrain their cell memory to have different expectations and beliefs about their body and all that. So it's pretty fascinating. There are so many things that, you know, energy healing can help with but on the physical levels and on the emotional levels. But I'll be happy to talk about that when you guys come back. Thank you. Thank you for being the perfect segue guest. And on that, <laughs> note, on that note, do not go away. We will be right back to Win With Dogs, where it is all about winning with dogs. Hang tight. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. Humans, what planet? 
am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Hi, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle, and we're your hosts of Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Working Like Dogs is the show where you can learn everything you ever wanted to know about working animals or working dogs. Whether you're a member of a working dog team or you've just seen a working dog or animal out at the mall or the grocery store and you're curious about how these amazing animals work with their human partners, then Working Like Dogs is the show for you. Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win with Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. And thanks for waiting. We are back talking about energy healing. Um, and we've been talking with Nicole Wild, who wrote a fabulous book and has been doing fabulous work with wolves and dogs and all kinds of various animals, lizards and such. I'm sure <laughs> we can talk about lots of animals, but since this is about dogs, we're going to stick to that. <laughs> and um, Nicole, just so everyone knows out there, your website has a lot of this information on it, energyhealingforpets.com, and that's the number four. And her um, It actually link- has a link to the book on it as well, so that's, that's great. Yes, there are scientific studies on there. There's like a fact about energy healing, just questions and answers that people yeah. commonly want to know. So It's great. I'm looking at it as we speak. It's cool. The miracles of modern technology. <laughs> so <laughs> Don't you love we- it? Yeah, I do. It doesn't always love me, as we know. (laughs) Um, And so before we took a break, we were talking about some of the things that energy work helps their dog with. And for people who are wondering, you know, should I even try to do this on my dog? I'm thinking, I kind of think, why would you not? To have a mode of healing and helping that absolutely will not hurt and probably will help. I mean, come yeah. on. Most of conventional medicine is like, eh, it might help, but it's definitely going to hurt a little, you know? Right. There's so no to- side effects with energy healing. You know, it's totally uh, gentle. It's non-invasive. It's painless. And obviously, if there's something really wrong with your dog, you do want to take them to the vet. I would never tell somebody, hey, just, you know, put your hands on them. I mean, if something's wrong, yeah. get them checked out. But, no, but the great thing about energy healing... Out. Yeah, and the great thing about energy healing is that it really is a nice complement, you know, to anything. It's not going to interfere with other medications or anything else. Exactly, right. And, you know, it can help so many things in dogs. I think that most people don't realize it can actually help dogs to heal faster after surgery. 
It can help the healing totally. of wounds. It's good for like chronic conditions like um, arthritis or other joint-related. Anything that's chronically painful for a dog, it can promote healthy functioning in the organs. You know, if the dog has kidney problems or liver problems, it can be immune system. It's a great first aid measure. You know, I had my dog, my baby, Mojo, uh, passed last year, and he was almost 15 years old, and he was a large Jeopard Rottweiler Malamute Wolf Mix. And so it's a nice long life for a dog that size. And this is very good care of him, of course. But at about 14 years old, he bloated. And as you know, bloat can be oh, obviously pain, pain, not, not painful, but it can be fatal for dogs. Um, and I, oh yeah, they, normally a dog is going to die if you don't get the dog to the vet very soon. And I'm just like within 30 minutes kind of soon. And yeah, exactly. we have one emergency vet in town. And of course it was a Sunday. And of course there was like three other dogs waiting. And I will tell you that we had to wait to see the vet for about an hour and a half. Oh, and gosh. I sat there and I did energy work with Mojo in between racing out and going, look at my dog, look at my dog. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, know, yeah. he had bloated and, and they did the surgery on him. And thank God, I mean, he pulled through and I went in there every day afterwards because as you probably know, the couple of days to a week after that surgery are crucial because they can develop yeah. heart arrhythmias, they, they can die in that week after. And so I was there every day. They put us in a little room together, and I did energy work with him. I continued it after he came home, and I honestly, I mean, he made a full recovery, and obviously I'm not attributing it totally to the energy healing, but I really do think that that helps to support the healing process. You know, we do not stop where our skin ends. Everything is moving in our bodies, so that's heat. And using hands... And been just hovering hands, whether you're touching or not, that's like a moist heating pad. And we know now that moist heat is really what helps heal tissue. So in terms of repairing orthopedic issues, I and beyond that, I think I think it completely helps with organ functioning. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm dealing with my poor little Angus. I'm actually on kind of high alert right now. My twelve year old Scotty is he's got some I don't really know what's going on totally internally because at this point, if it were cancer, I wouldn't treat him for it. He's so weak anyway. You know, he's just an old little dude. <laughs> yeah. So we're monitoring stuff. And I was reading and reading your book about um, you doing the energy session with the sick dog who died five minutes after you left. Yeah. Um, and, and I was I so thought, traumatized at the time. Yeah. Well, you were <laughs> I was traumatized. For a week going, I'm the angel of death. But you know I, what? I, it's I'm sure, normal. But, it's very it's totally- normal because it helps them to pass more peacefully. And that dog, I mean, it was a wolf hybrid. He had been really in pain. I mean, curled up in a fetal totally. position, you know, for and, days. And I think and, that's and, and here so... It, is. it helped him to stretch out. He was relaxed. He was peaceful when he went. And you gave him permission. And this is something I've talked about on my other shows, too. My other podcast is doing a ritualistic almost session with your own dog whether it's massage or hands-on where you're if you are dealing with an elderly dog or a sick dog that's you know kind of touch and go you know it's important to let that dog know that it doesn't have to stay here to take care of us dogs are loyal loyal best friends so I thought that was a beautiful story when I read that and I'm sure that you were freaked out about it but the reality is is that dog used that dog finally got peace and it got clarity, and it 
you know what I mean? It knew where to use that energy. And yeah. I think that's I think that's really, really a great story. I love that. Thank so, you. And you know, whenever we do healing, we're always holding that thought that it's for the dog's highest good. And, and we that, don't know what the yeah. highest good is. Exactly. And that's a great point. So all of you, I mean, if you're going to go try to do some stuff right now after just listening, Nicole, there's like three major steps that she really puts it into simplistic terms, right? There's three things before you do that energy work to get prepared. Yeah, yeah. And, and I kind of go through, I mean, there's a whole sort of chapter to each one of them, but just to you know, put it into a nutshell, basically you want to be centered, meaning mm-hmm. you want to be focused within yourself. You don't want to have the kids running around and the TV on and, you know, let me check my email. I mean, you don't want yeah. any of that noise mentally or physically. So you have Which to is the toughest part, yourself. getting centered. <laughs> People who meditate regularly probably will have an easier time, put it that yeah. way. But, you know, you're just getting yourself quiet. I mean, you can just focus on your breath. You don't have to do anything, you know, a special ritual right. or anything. But, but just focusing inwardly is really important. And the next step after that is just to ground. And grounding just means that you are connecting with the energies of the earth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can do a very simple visualization. You can imagine there is a, a root, like a tree root, you know, coming down from you, sinking way, way down into the earth. And yeah, like basically, you know, connecting you to, to, because you think about it, all that energy, right? And we were talking about the Schumann resonance before. Right. So you mm-hmm. want to kind of get in sync with that 7.8 hertz. <laughs> yeah, you want to tap into it. And I'm yeah. such a visualization person. After I, after I read that part in your book, I was so excited. It was like a little kid. I was like, oh, my gosh. This, I forgot yeah. about this. Something specific. So now when I'm getting centered, I'm, so, I'm such a dork. I'm thinking 7.8 and a little hurts. Your body will naturally attune to it. And then the last step is just shielding. And, and you know, it, it, I don't want anyone to get the idea that, oh, this is a dangerous thing to do, energy work, but you don't really want to be taking on, whether you're working with a person or a dog, I mean, you don't want to be taking on the ills of that being. And, and it you, can happen that while you are working, I mean, I don't, I don't have this happen normally, but there are some I healers I know who will work on an animal, and they will start feeling, oh, gosh, you know, the dog has a arthritis hip, all of a sudden your hip is hurting. Yeah, you know, I used so, to and, and that generally that'll I, go away yeah. when the session is over. I used to but, get that when I first started with humans, and it was not. It was more them trying to. I don't get that at all, hardly with dogs, because I don't find that dogs throw their stuff at you as much as humans do. You know, I they agree. just. And another thing about shielding, I shield sometimes. Just I recommend that to some people who, if you're particularly, you know, angst ridden or you have a t- hard time you know, getting settled or people have said that you're too sensitive. It might just be that you pick up on frequencies and you're vibrating a little bit higher and someone's vibrating a little bit lower. You're going to go down to their level and they're going to come up a little bit. So I shield And that's why you don't want to do energy work when you're in a really, oh, wow, I've had a bummer of a day. That's not the time to put your hands out and do energy work on anybody else. That's true. Again, I'm very visual, and I just visualize a little, like you said in your, a little bubble around me. Mantras are really helpful, like words. They're it's more wavelengths, except they have sound. So a thought is even a thought is That's even right. a wavelength. And, and so. you, you know, if you have one person who's standing next to another one, and that one person is depressed, the other one's going to start feeling it. So yeah, exactly. shielding is very important. Yeah. Well, cool. So those are the three things before you go in. And then after that, 
you know, you're ready to work on the dog. I like that you say always leave kind of a, not an escape route, but a path so the dog doesn't feel pinned in anywhere. Yes, this is an important point. I really, I really want to say that you do not ever force healing on an animal. You know, there have been times where I have worked with an animal, with a dog particularly, where I've got my hands out, I'm starting to run energy, and I'll almost have this feeling like it's bouncing back to me. Yeah. You know, like that I get I just get this impression the animal does not want it and I mm-hmm. will stop. You know? Yeah. And before you ever start working with an animal, it's a good practice just to kind of just mentally. You don't have to say it out loud, you don't have to feel silly, but just kind of put the thought out there to the dog that, you know what, I'm offering you this healing energy. It's it's for your highest good. Take as much as you'd like. You know, I, there's no forcing here. It's it's totally up to you. And if you mm-hmm. don't want it, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. You know, because what you're really doing is talking to the dog's kind of higher consciousness, if you will. Totally right. And you will get an impression. You know, yeah, that would be great. Hey, hit me with some energy, you know. <laughs> or, no, I really don't want it. And if you, and I've had very few animals that really didn't want it. But if yeah. they don't, you don't force them. Some of them like to be grumpy. <laughs> that, well, <laughs> Just like no, humans. and that's why I say, too, if the dog stands up and walks away, it, it, let him walk away. You know, I, yeah. I start out, you know, as you know from reading the book, I start out with my hands not even on the animals a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can generate just like a little sort of pocket of energy, and it's the funniest thing because you'll see them kind of come from across the room, and as they kind of, you know, they're walking normally, and as they get in that sort of energy field, they start to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, that's so true. I, it's, I gave a stretching seminar um, at the Botanical Gardens in Huntsville, last month and there were 18 dogs and their owners in this huge cement floored big you know big high ceiling stuff bouncing around everywhere and sure enough I had everyone come in and sit in their chairs and people were filing in all at different times and I have the three second rule when I'm in a class with dogs you can let the dogs greet each other but three seconds and then you go sit in your seat you know like we're here for a purpose and all the dogs of course start freaking out so I just had the owners put their hands on their sacrum which is right at the base of the tail on top Mm -hmm. and for those of you who don't know where the sacrum is and another hand right on the chest and Mm -hmm. sure enough all the dogs were like just totally chilled no one even could believe it needless to say to be where their root chakra and their heart chakras are thank you exactly and Mm -hmm. needless to say it was a smashing success, and all the humans believed every word I said after that, <laughs> which doesn't you. always happen, which hardly ever yeah. happens. But um, so she was, Nicole, you're saying, okay, hands on the chest was the heart chakra and the sacrum. Yeah. I love this as a real calming hold. Is there Are there any simple holds or hand positions or, you know, well, different types of things you, know, you can well, recommend to people to do for certain sure. things? I mean, obviously in the book I kind of really get into it, but just really yeah. simply, if you if you have a dog who's really stressed and you just really want to calm them or you want to give energy in a way that's just especially calming and soothing, you can mm-hmm. put one hand over the, the chest, the heart chakra area, and you know, you don't have to worry, is it like two inches down and to the left? I mean, just kind of put your hand rested gently yeah. over your dog's chest. And then take the other hand and put it on the dog's back so that it's, you know, your chakras go all the way through your body. They're not just right. kind of on the front of your body. So if you mm-hmm. can imagine where that would come out on the other side of your dog's body, kind of by the where the hackles would be, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just look at the dog. And so you're, you're just kind of very, very gently envisioning sending energy into the chest area, which basically the heart 
chakra will take in as much as is needed. And another thing you can do with that particular technique is to envision the color pink, a really nice, soothing, kind of like the color of a rose quartz, you know, just really nice, soothing pink flowing into that area. Color is just really uh, useful when you are doing energy work as well. And you can certainly do it without ever using color. So soothing. I work the same way with my um, hands-on work as I do with my cooking. I just kind of throw everything in together <laughs> and see oh, what well, comes you're out. on me. I microwave. <laughs> when the microwave's working. <laughs> right. So yeah. color is great. Visualization is great. Mantras are great. And I, I love, you know, I would recommend people to get your book if you're interested in all and getting some other, you know, hands-on modalities that are free, risk-free, you know, and totally enhances the bond with your dog. Your dog will love it. Whether or not you know what's going on, the dog will. And you'll (laughs) probably notice that your dog will keep showing up, you know, when you ask him, are you ready for some energy work? The dog will trot along. You right. know, they come over and they shove their butts into your hands. They're going, hello, that's what I'm I- my energy healing. <laughs> they get that's so right. That's so right. But, I mean, I could talk for hours about this. Unfortunately, we don't have enough time to talk anymore. I'd love to have you back because I really feel like we just kind of scratched the surface on this topic. And Oh, I'd be happy uh, to. Absolutely. I would love to talk to you, but this book is Energy Healing for Dogs by Nicole Wilde. Please check it. You can go to phantompub.com, and she's got, there's all of Nicole's books on there and different blogs and seminar information and links. Um, She has another, what are your other books you've written in case people want to get any of that? I've written a book called Help for Your Fearful Dog. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were talking about calming dogs with this, so that's really yeah. useful as well. And that's more behaviorally how to help them. Uh, yeah. I also have two books on wolf hybrids, and then I have some others that are uh, for those who want to be dog trainers or, or already are dog trainers, helping them God, with how do you do? I wrote one, and I'm going, oh, God, how do I get the second one out <laughs> on paper? Jeez, you're Every time I finish a book, he says, so what's the next one? And I say, no, I'm not going to write for a while. And he says, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop. (laughs) You can't stop. Well, I'm so thankful and grateful for you because this is, you know, in today's world, this is really, we're at a crucial time in our health. I think people are really starting to try to take health into their own hands and get some empowerment when it comes to health. And I know working with our dogs and treating them for pain, pain and sickness, you know, we do feel pretty helpless. So this is one great way for you to just stay connected to your dog. Um, Hands-on work helps you see if there's any issues in your dog's body. It's just fabulous. I highly recommend it. And for all you skeptics out there, just try it and see. We are right. (laughs) We're right. I know it. (laughs) Hey, and there's no placebo effect with the dogs, you know? They're not telling you. They're not going, oh, well, I thought I'd feel better, so I do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. See it happen time after time. You'll know that it works. Exactly. Well, thank you, Nicole, for being a fascinating guest. Again, please come back. And all of you out there listening, go pick up her book. You can go to her website, phantompub.com, or you can go on um, energyhealingforpets.com, and that's the number four. And if you're in Southern California, Nicole has a um, training program called Gentle Guidance Dog Training. It's in Southern California. So if you are interested in getting anything and you're out there, look her up. It's Nicole Wild. And again, we thank you for all you do. Mark, thank you for helping me not wreck all the equipment <laughs> or to make me sound grounded. Thanks for making me sound grounded, man. And 
for those who are listening, thanks for listening again. I hope you have some info that you can put in your tool belt. And I just say, go win with dogs. Until next time, I'm Raquel Wynn. Have a fabulous day. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs.